Let me let me lay this out for you real quick. Uh, Derrick Henry, Tennessee Derrick Henrys. Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry, we are going to get Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry will Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is... You're thinking about Derrick Henry and... Derrick Henry shredder when he gets the ooze. Derrick Henry? Are you afraid of Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. College freshman who's drunk as hell and walking up to Derrick Henry like, fucking hit me. <laughs> and it's not just Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's not only Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry of their entire S- schedule. Derrick Henry. Fuck it. We've got Derrick Henry. There are no Derrick Henrys in the NFC. The Derrick Henry fascination. The Derrick Henry. The Derrick Henryness of it all. But the Derrick Henryness of it all is only the Derrick Henryness of it all. Derrick Henry four times in a row. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry game. Derrick Henry's hand. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry with Derrick Henry and his Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's. Yes. Derrick Henry. The entire team. Versus Derrick Henry? Versus just Derrick Henry. Okay. The the whole Derrick Henryification of this game. <laughs> Sick of hearing about Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry's... Is it an overblown story? And I think it is. Derrick Henry just rushing? Derrick Henry. Rodgers in the shotgun. Three receivers left. One to the right. Packers need at least seven yards to move the chains. Rodgers gets the snap. Blitz is on. Rodgers scrambles He's left. Winds up. Rainbow. He's got Cobb of the 10 to the five. Yes! Welcome to the Packer Force Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Sill, joined by my brothers. If you want to call us by our code names, that's Professor Black Mountain and the Legend. If you want to call us by our real names, that's Elliot, Peter, and Andrew. And if you want to call us with our last names, call our dad. Yeah. Just don't call us late for dinner. <laughs> um, that This is literally the best we can do. And guys, the Packers, <laughs> the Packers play... Uh, the Titans this week, and this is actually, this is noteworthy, it's our first bona fide preview podcast of the year, we've done one podcast a week, mm-hmm. as needed. Uh, but now we got break, we got break, and the Packers are fun as hell right now. The Packers are fun, the Packers yeah. are important, and this game is important. This game is calling to me as a flashpoint of right. of the season. Either, like, mm-hmm. how we perceive this team is going to be different Seven yes. days from now when we're in the middle of next week. Exactly. And this is a really complex and kind of sophisticated game that we're going into. There's a lot of different factors, right? The really? Packers, yes. Yeah, the Packers playing the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. And they're going to try to <laughs> Derrick Henry. They're going to give us all the Derrick Henry that they have. We are going to get Derrick henry And Derrick Henry will Derrick Henry. That's some astute analysis. Yeah, that's the only uh, you only get that shit here, <laughs> um, dude. This is yeah. This is the this is all you can think about right now. This is all anybody in the Packers fandom is that like this is all our PTSD coming <laughs> to fruition of of Dalvin Cook or further back you go last year to the Raheem Mostert game and in the playoffs and and whatnot. Uh, oh, it definitely conjures up nightmares of the San Francisco thing, the whole 
But, I mean, it's not the same offense, and it's not even really the same style of running. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. the 49ers had more of a speed-running attack, and that was kind of what got us. Derrick Henry doesn't really operate that way. They're a a smash-mouth football team. Derrick Henry is their driving driving factor, but they have a lot of talent around that guy. Mm -hmm. Tannehill is... I mean, I've written Ryan Tannehill off for years and mm-hmm. never really... I'm not going to be f- afraid of facing him. Mm-hmm. But he does present a dual threat because he's shown the ability to run and the willingness to run. Mm-hmm. And since he's taken over that team as the quarterback, that offense has worked in the way that they want it to, mm-hmm. which is a pretty delicately balanced attack of passing, but they can lean on their run mm-hmm. heavily. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill definitely seems like one of these quarterbacks that gets hot for a stretch. I mean, he has not shown that he, he did not show that he was able to do shit in Miami. And now he's been with the Titans. I don't think he had that great of a year last year in Tennessee. They I think they used him well and he well, filled trope, his position. The trope was that he they would win these games and he'd have like 87 yards passing. Right, right. Yeah, now it seems like people are giving him more respect. I still, I'm still not going to give him that respect myself. I don't think because we've come to expect a certain level of quarterback play around here. And I know that guys come in, they flash for a little bit. The thing is about Tannehill is that he got paid and he's been doing it since he got paid. Mm-hmm. So that's you know. Yeah, I think that means something. Well, Tennessee has Tennessee has two receivers who are flirting with a thousand yards: Mm -hmm. AJ Brown and Corey Davis. And I think those are the those those are the guys that you forget about when you when you are thinking about with your PTSD and you're thinking Mm -hmm. about Derrick Henry and his his massive single dreadlock. Yeah. Uh, his braid. It was beautiful. Uh, hey, I, I got a question for Andrew real quick. Is, uh, I want you to s- tell me if if this works. Is Dalvin Cook Shredder, and then is Derrick Henry Shredder when he gets the ooze? I can see that. Like he just that becomes bigger and stronger. He's not exactly faster, but he's... No, he's probably dumber. Right. <laughs> He's probably a lot dumber. He loses his cerebral edge, and he's just smashing everything in sight. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance if you let him keep going with it, Super Shredder mode, as played by Kevin Nash, <laughs> he's going to knock so many things down that he brings everything down around himself. And there is, if you let Derrick Henry be the only thing that is going against us like eventually we can shut that down and work around it and get the passing game going and just eat those guys through scoring quick and let them run clock and they never have a chance to catch up because we're scoring quick and they're not but at the same time super shredder is scary as hell man Mm-hmm. so with with that I, I have an important question that I want to ask you guys. Are you afraid of Derrick Henry? And by Derrick Henry, I mean this game. I am. I'm not afraid of this game, man. I'm excited for it because we've been playing 
fucking garbage. The Eagles are garbage. The Bears are garbage. Mm-hmm. The you Jaguars get, are garbage. The fucking... You get a chance to actually show something with this game. Yeah. To be afraid, you have to be afraid of losing the game. And the way things are set up, as long as we beat the Bears, losing this game really poses no dire threat to us. Mm. So more mm-hmm. than anything, I am just excited to get this real strong, provable, put some shit on tape, see what you can do, test. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't scare me, it excites the hell out of me though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, I totally agree with Andrew. I'm excited for the opportunities that are presented by this game. Uh, I made the you know the the joke a couple week ago a couple weeks ago, like I feel like a college freshman who's drunk as hell and walking up to Derrick Henry like, fucking hit me. Like, I want to be tested. I badly want to be tested. Um, And the Titans are a team to do that. And they... And it's not just Derrick Henry. They're going to take their deep shots on you with Corey Davis. A.J. Brown is a load. Mm -hmm. He's a lot to handle. He's going to the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. He's not... Derrick Henry's not their only Pro Bowler in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So this, this team presents some really interesting challenges and they have plenty to play for they clinch a buy or not a buy they clinch a playoff spot with a win so it's it's a good they probably want it more than us yeah i mean i there's more on the line for them definitely yeah Yeah. we can we still have the right to want it more yeah we just have to understand you know it's not stakes are lower the stakes are lower, but we can we can play we can play play it higher. Mm-hmm. I think this offense wants to bounce back from a rough second half in Carolina. I think the Maybe defense. So. I think the defense is you know not satisfied and doesn't feel like it's proven itself yet. Hey, real quick. Uh, so we've talked about these last few games, the Panthers and then the Lions before that, and then the Eagles before that. You know this kind of run of of dog teams that we've been playing. Do you think that the defense has taken these tests seriously, and have you seen the defense grow over those games? Oh, I believe so. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got you've got two of the last three games that have tied our mark of 16 points, the fewest allowed. Yeah, fewest <laughs> points allowed. Yeah, in the in a season, we're still we st- we got to get lower than that. And what better way to do that than against the Bears yep. in Week 17, <laughs> holding the Bears to three points? Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, I think the defense the defense knows it is the weaker half of this team, mm-hmm. and I think they have they have yet to do something that says we have shown that we will be fine. Um, even last week against Carolina, like there were positives definitely to be taken away from that, but it wasn't convincing, especially when you're playing Teddy Bridgewater. And Mike Davis instead of, you know, the offensives they've had there in the past. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, they're miles away from a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. The Titans are... What are the positives we took away from last week? We only gave up one touchdown in the game. We held them when it mattered to field goals. Um, now, they were generous in initiating a field goal when they were down 11 points. <laughs> um mm-hmm. They they kind of took the first step there, but it 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 didn't seem like like our our 
our offense didn't have to play in the second half. We were we were fine to stick where we were, and and um, they generated, you know, a really impactful turnover at a really important time. Um, it it you saw guys start to flash. Chris Barnes, mm-hmm. um, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage. Like the mm-hmm. safety play has been improving. The middle linebacker. It seems like things are happening there, mm-hmm. and maybe haven't necessarily figured figured the whole thing out, but. It's headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you see guys that have started to step up. Chris Barnes, if he can continue to step up and play smart, you know, he's got the playmaking ability. He's got certain instincts that, you know, that's what Matt LaFleur liked about him. He liked his instinct. And then Adrian Amos really coming on at the end of the season um, has been able to play really strong. And that, I think that is in part due to Darnell Savage coming on. You know, that smash and savage combo that we've been looking for, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can see that continue to come to fruition. So, yes, I think that our defense has grown through through this, you know, last run of kind of shitty teams. We've been able to get confidence and, and get better. And now we're facing a team that will have its offense be a playoff offense. This is the type mm-hmm. of team you can expect to see in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. A team with definite strengths. Mm-hmm. A team that knows what it can get mm-hmm. itself going. Mm-hmm. And while we're here, let's not overlook the fact that the Titans took over our spot as the top scoring offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So not only are they good enough, they're yeah. fucking the best right now. Yeah. Total points wise. <clears throat> um they and like sure they ran they ran it up on the Lions a little bit. Yeah. But I Yeah. It's still there's there's mm-hmm. a whole body of work there. Um to support that and we have a great opportunity to take that title back from them directly mm-hmm. exactly if you know if you're looking for chips to put on aaron Rodgers' shoulder this is one you know i'm sure he was proud of being the highest scorers scoring offense in the league and also being an mvp candidate that yeah. that needs he needs to have mm-hmm. a good game to be back in that conversation mm-hmm. really yes yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see how our defense holds up against an offense that knows what it does well and knows what it has in not only Derrick Henry, but like I said earlier, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith. These guys, like they have, there's levels to this team. They've been through some shit. They had the COVID disaster earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. They, this is the by and large the same group that went went to the AFC Championship together. Like they are, they are battle tested. They are hungry. They are in the fight, mm-hmm. and. This is the type of team that you need to say, yeah, I don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. And just beat them. Just beat them on the field and mm-hmm. go home. Yeah. And eat dinner. And eat dinner. Yeah. Late dinner. Yes. Yeah. I think about those games. Like, what happens if Derrick Henry does put up 250 yards on the ground? I mean, 250. Put up 212 and 215 this year. Yeah, so that would be like 40 yards better than his best. That what happens, we would be the worst team against Derrick Henry of their entire schedule. So, yeah. That, so, which, that includes two Jaguars games. Which we have shown that we are capable of. What happens if, if Derrick Henry puts up 180 yards? There we go. Okay. Rational. Okay. 250 would be bad. 180 is completely within the realm of possibility. Just if that's their game plan, which I could completely see it being, 
being we are who we are, that they're like, fuck it, we've got Derrick Henry, we're going against one of the worst run defenses in the game, that's what we're going to do. Why wouldn't it be what they're going to do? And I could see us getting ate up for that in our best attempt to stop it. And it wouldn't hurt my feelings because I think we could still win that game. I don't want to be afraid of this game, but I'm trying to kind of push this real fear that could be out there. But the reason I ask the question is, are you guys afraid? Is because have we been through enough to say, you know what, it's not going to happen again. And if it does, we have to have a plan for something like that that happens if a team just starts to run away from us yeah i i'm interested to see because i think first of all there are no derrick henry's in the nfc there's an alvin kamara there's a dalvin cook and there's a dalvin cook who's gonna get eliminated by christmas Mm-hmm. Neither of them scare me. Um, Alvin Kamara, Kamara scares me a good bit. Oh, that screen. Yeah, we, um. we we've been eaten up by screens and yeah, I th- I think the the Derrick Henry fascination comes from a desire to prove that this team is tough enough to not let toughness be the reason they don't win a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Because right now I don't know if I don't know if we can guarantee that we aren't going to go out and get out toughed in a playoff game and lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have resolve, but that's different than actual physical toughness when you're faced with a with a physical team like the Tennessee Titans, um, who knows it can own you and wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know, you know. I don't know if this game really prepares us for any NFC teams. I don't know if this prepares us to make our way to the Super Bowl. This is just us looking at our ghosts. A little bit. It's it's us looking inward and trying mm-hmm. to figure yeah. out what we're really made check. of. Mm-hmm. It's a gut check. Yeah. This is in all the new video games where they have that either the hallucin- hallucination sequence or the drug sequence the dream sequence that they go through and they end up finding themselves and fighting themselves. I feel like that happens in a lot of video games these days. Do you play a lot of video games these days? No, but the ones I do play. Like uh, Batman. It's a shadow boss fight. Yeah. Mega Scott. (laughs) Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so do you think... Do you think the Derrick Henry fascination of this game is overblown and yes supercilious uh, ultimately i do think it's overblown because of our past because like we just figured out here this is the shadow boss this doesn't have anything to do even with the route in front of us this is just us confronting ourselves it's so interesting because i saw this game and it was like what the hell are we doing playing Tennessee in week 16? And it's, you know, it's a dress rehearsal. But right now, this this game is about us 
overcoming our own demons. And I and, think this game is the only thing we've got left. I think this is the only true test that we've had in a long time. And I think it's been that way for a long time on our schedule. And if we want to ramp up the Derrick Henryness of it all, but the Derrick Henryness of it all is only the Derrick Henryness of it all because that's the only real test that we can see and we can put ourselves up against to really test our metal and to see what we've got coming down the pike. Although I will say, David Montgomery has been fucking kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I've had him on my fantasy team. That's the only way I've known because I haven't cared about the Bears since we obliterated them. Right. But he has been he has been stepping up. Yeah, he's been kicking ass. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun next week. But um not worried about that. Not worried about that at all yeah. in the same Yeah, that that game takes place after that game pl- takes place after this one, and that this is not the type of game that you overlook. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is the game we've been looking forward to for a month. Yes. Yeah. And it's, but at it's, the same time, I will say I think this game is not the type of game you overlook, but this type of or this game specifically is overlookable in the fact that win or loss does not necessarily matter. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, in the way the schedule shakes out, I've had talks about this with people, and like, everybody gets mad because nobody wants to say a loss is acceptable, but sometimes a loss is acceptable if it teaches you more about yourself than winning the game, and if we skate away with this game in a way that we don't come away learning anything about ourselves, we don't know more, we don't improve, that's... Almost more dangerous. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Would you rather Would you rather get a blowout win from this game and have it just be a runaway and the Titans are mailing it in by the third quarter, or would you rather have a close loss where you feel like you learned something about your team? Yeah, exactly. I think I would prefer a close loss. Really? And like, you know, people. People shit on the fact that there can be good losses, and people shit on the fact that there are bad wins. And Aaron Rodgers was very adamant that last week was pretty much a bad win. Like that mm-hmm. win wasn't good enough to grow. We didn't learn if anything. Like getting away with that win built a sense of false confidence that we didn't earn. We didn't do enough to win that game against a good team, and it's almost to the detriment of your guys to be like, oh, shut up, Aaron. That was fine. We got the win. When Aaron is the one who fucking knows, you know what? That's not okay. What we did wasn't okay. You don't get to shrug it off because it was a win because this isn't fucking what's the month when you start the season? September? September. (laughs) That one. That was the oddest forget. Did you just forget a month? But, no, the Saints of the we're not stacking wins. A win isn't a win anymore. We've got a 100% chance to make the playoffs. I don't give a shit what seed we have. The one seed would be great. It would be fucking fun to have the NFC 
championship game at Lambeau, sure. Mm-hmm. But it would also suck to have the NFC championship at Lambeau and we're a cocky team full of assholes who think that we deserve to win every game for no reason when we're not showing enough effort to beat shitty teams. And the NFC championship game is only at Lambeau if you get there. You still got to win in, in the divisional round to get mm-hmm. there anyway. I want exactly. both. We definitely earned the NFC championship at home in 2011, but turns out we didn't make it there because <laughs> we got into the fucking playoffs being a bunch of cocky assholes and we lost our first game. Mountain, yeah. are you taking a blowout win or a close loss where you feel like you learned something about your guys? Okay, so it's it's basically between those two, right? Sure. So between a blowout win and a close loss, of I would take the blowout win. I would take the blowout win because that is the kind of, you know, you want energy going into the playoffs. That's going to give you energy. You want to be a hot team going into the playoffs. You want to be playing on fire. You want to be playing with confidence. Yeah, as he's saying this, Andrew, I'm realizing that's a really easy side to argue <laughs> that you want to yeah. blow the other team out as opposed to lose to them. Right. I mean, yeah, but it depends on how you come about the blowout win. Right. If you get a blowout win because it was hard fought and you fucking balled out, great. If you get the blowout win because you just looked better than them the entire game, they didn't really put out an effort and mm-hmm. you coasted to it. Derrick Henry goes out with a sprained ankle at the first I'm, quarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's, that's not what I want. But I, and you just massacre them? That's fantastic. But I don't see a blowout win coming against this team in that form and fashion. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think there's ways that you can not blow this team out, but you can get them into a shootout where they are far behind. I think that's the first way that you want to win a game. If you go in with a game plan... You want to try to take Derrick Henry out of it. You want to try to get the ball into Ryan Tannehill's hands. You want to go up on him. Like, this is one of those games where I think you take the ball first. Hmm. That you don't. I would agree. Yeah. You come out and you want to score, you want to get up on top. Yeah, you would you would love to be up thirty four to seventeen at some point in this game. Right, right. Because <laughs> do that, anything you can to try and make them be a passing team. At that point, you can't run Derrick Henry four times in a row trying to hurry up your offense, trying to conserve as much time as possible. Yeah. But yeah, but also yeah, you've got them. You've got them going quick. You've got them. It's not necessarily just that they can't run Derrick Henry. It's that like if they do if they do run Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. it's it's not enough. And like you you can let them do what they want if it's not going to be enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So this is our Derrick Henry game. Is this their Aaron Rodgers game? Because they haven't really gotten to the court they can't get to the quarterback at all apparently harold landry they got harold landry who Hmm. we wanted a couple years back who apparently is not doing it for him yeah their pass rush is is um has left something to be desired uh i think yeah i saw recently they hadn't gotten to the quarterback in 11 quarters Really? They hadn't gotten a sack in 11 quarters. Yep. 
That's a long time to go without sex. That's a long time to go without sex. <laughs> and also, you want this to be their Aaron Rodgers game. Mm-hmm. For one, because it takes the ball out of Derek Henry's hands. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if Aaron Rodgers is on fire and he's throwing for all kinds of shit, they can't just run the ball against us and control the clock. For two, after last game, it kind of needs to be the Aaron Rodgers game for us if we want Aaron Rodgers to stay anywhere near being the front runner for the MVP. Mm. If we, yeah, if we want that, do we want that? Is that important? It's not important. It'd be great, but I, I, looking at these this Titans schedule, like. A, I'm like, well, they haven't played a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, and like, that's just true because they haven't played the Chiefs. <laughs> um, but you know, they've their losses came to Ben Roethlisberger and that dinky dunky mm-hmm. Pittsburgh offense, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, dinky dunky. Yep. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Philip Rivers. Yeah. And then Baker Mayfield and the Browns won forty-one to thirty-five, but we're up thirty-eight to seven mm-hmm. on Tennessee. That's I think the game you're looking for, mm-hmm. and that's, that's probably the, the game that they're trying to exercise, mm-hmm. exorcise. They're trying to exercise that game of like we got to start fast. We can't let we can't let this really good quarterback get a big lead on us. We can come back, but yeah. we just need to keep him contained because we know that we have the advantage over teams in the fourth quarter because mm-hmm. we're running Derrick Henry and they're not. Yeah. So if we have if we have a shot in the fourth quarter, we feel pretty good about it. I mean that that was a Ryan Tannehill game too because Derrick Henry only had sixty yards rushing in that game. Right. Against the Browns. Right, and that was they were they were desperate right. trying to come back and. Did a pretty good job, it seems. They did, and that's yeah, that's Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, Ryan fucking Tannehill. Um, so let's change. Let's let's make some some predictions about this game now. If you're new here on the Packer Force podcast, you might not be familiar. Some podcasts like to make their bold predictions. Some even prominent. NFL Sunday shows make bold predictions and we think that's so stupid and it's a waste of your intellect so we're going to give you some rational predictions of what we think uh, you can really just kind of expect from this game coming up so uh, we let's get going rational predictions let's go let's do it go first legend I think this game is going to end within the range of 8 points I don't know if we're going to win or we're going to lose but I think it's going to be close enough that it's an 8 point game one way or the other so you, you're the blowout versus close thing you're kind of you're kind of in the middle of I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way I think they're good enough to keep it close I think with their run game we're not going to be able to get away from them we're going to try but okay. I think we're going to struggle in that attempt and I think it's going to be close ish game 8 isn't isn't extreme either way Eight. I'd be happy with an eight-point win. Mm-hmm. I'd be disappointed with an eight-point loss. Yeah, we can't be losing by eight. What are you talking about? Eight's a little much for the loss. 
Mountain? This is what I got. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to find seven or more receivers. He's going to spread the, the ball around to seven or more different receivers. You know, you used to hear about that all the time. Brent right. Favre has thrown to 11 different receivers <laughs> today. Yeah. Constantly. Uh, last, last Aaron, I feel like Aaron has really not. He hasn't done that. Last week against the Panthers, he hit five different receivers. Just five. Just five. He didn't even get past Alan Lazard on the receiver depth depth chart. Okay. It was yeah. It was Adams, Lazard, Tanyan, Jamal, Tanyan, Jamal, and Aaron. Jones? That's it. I feel like last Jeez. year he was regularly hitting seven and eight. Damn. But not so much this year. Interesting. So you think they're gonna, and and how does that how does it reflect on what kind of game we can expect to see? I think we're gonna see a better passing attack from Aaron Rodgers, right? I don't know exactly what number to come up to to come up with. What is he gonna throw three hundred at least three hundred yards? I don't know because I also want different things for this guy. I'd love to see us ride Aaron Jones even more and really establish not just Aaron Jones. But the running game, I th- I think if we can establish the running game even more, I think that can open up Aaron Rodgers more than he even knows. More than he even knows. If we can get guys committing, selling out to the run, having single high safeties against Aaron Rodgers. That's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. But with this running game, we can do that. We can do that. And I think we can play... Uh, to our advantage, we can keep them off the field. We can keep Derrick Henry off the field so that he's not just picking up steam and running over our defense. Mm-hmm. I think that's that, important. That's interesting, uh, and that that ties in nicely to my to my rational prediction, which is having to do with Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of making me want to reconsider it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I will. Okay. Okay. I will. I think that the Packers will not be outrushed by Derrick Henry by more than 25 yards. Ooh, that's bold. I know it's rational. Okay. I think. All right. I think, um, assuming Jamal Williams is back and good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're looking at a team with with. Derrick Henry and his Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry Derrick Henry's. Yes. Yes. But the Packers don't play that. The Packers mm-hmm. have Aaron Jones and they like to get Jamal Williams involved a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't really like to get AJ Dillon involved as much, but mm-hmm. they should. Damn. And I think between those three guys, I think our team has something to show with mm-hmm. its run game. And in the words of the late great Kevin Green. It is time. It is time. It is time to show that we are a run first. We are capable of being a run first team. Mm-hmm. Our our offense is designed around the run and marrying yeah. the run to the pass. Yes. And the illusion of complexity yeah. that amplifies our ability to run effectively and pass effectively, and more impo- most importantly, get the guy get the ball to our skill players in space mm-hmm. effectively. Yes. So I I think. 
What I was going to say is that Aaron Jones comes within 40 yards of Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But I'm adjusting that because I want to encompass the entire team. Mm-hmm. And I think that the entire team... Versus Derrick Henry? Versus just Derrick Henry. Okay. Because I don't know... an extra 15 yards. Yeah. And, and it is 15 yards closer. But what that means is, like, I think I could see us being further away with Aaron Jones because we're getting the ball to other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the whole Derrick Henryification of this game, <laughs> uh, you know, we talked about, is it an overblown story? And I think it is. And I think I think our running back room is probably sick of hearing about Derrick Henry too. Mm-hmm. And I think they've got something to prove, and I think Matt LaFleur has something to prove. And Aaron Rodgers, as much as he wants to win MVP, he wants to have a team that can win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think for this team to be the best version of itself, its run game needs to step up. We still don't have a hundred or a thousand yards for Aaron Jones yet. Derrick Henry's gonna get two thousand. Okay, and Aaron <laughs> Jones like he'll get one thousand. Forty yards away. Yeah. Yeah. He had a nice game last week. He probably should have been used to the point of getting a yeah. thousand yards in last week's. Let me let me lay this out for you real quick. Uh, Derrick Henry. 150 yards on the ground, right? Yes. Packers running backs combine all-purpose yards over 200 yards. Do you like that game? Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you're including receiving yards with our yes. guys, yeah. And versus Derrick Henry just rushing, yeah. Yeah, assuming he doesn't have 80 more, you mm-hmm. know, passing yards to go with it, that mm-hmm. would, you know, that would be a problem. But right. Assuming he has a modest 15 to 50-yard receiving game. Yeah, Jamal Williams gets, like, a 25-yard screen, has, you know, six rushes, five rushes for 25 yards. Aaron Jones gets 150 yards. He, yeah, that'd be good. 200 yards with the the backs versus Derrick Henry's 150 yards on the ground. I'd take that game. I'd, I'd say that we have a fighter's chance in that game. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up about the running game. I, I think that we need to get that that running game going. And if not, let's just use the pass and win the game. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> let's go ahead and just, let's just close out. Perfect. Let's crank that. It is. That's it? Yeah. That's the best you've got? I think my phone's getting quieter. That's f***ed up. I did nothing. Man, I don't know. All I know is that days come, days go, nights come, nights go. Nothing relaxes me like the sweet image and melodic ecstasy of daybreak. (laughs) Seven Packers made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I feel like they got it right. I feel like they, uh, those were the right guys to make it. You, what do you think about Tunyon? Yeah, he, Tunyon could have made it. but like, I think he could have, yeah. But he didn't have to. But that's the way that this thing works. Right. You don't just make it your first year. I don't think you come out and you have one good season and you, may, you have to build up rank, name recognition a little bit. Who was it that made it over him? Is it Evan Engram, TJ Hawkinson? Evan TJ Hawkinson, who 
was a rookie last year and as well. And one who, guy who deserved it. Who was who was the guy that deserved it? I thought I thought that was it. I thought it was just those two tight No, there was three. Okay. Uh, Kittle. I mean, he's been on IR the whole year. Yeah. Should be Jared Cook. Jared Cook is instrumental to that Saints offense, and he always looks good. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you could definitely make a case for Tunyon. I think if he would have gotten it, I would have been like, hell yeah. Statistically, of course you can make a case for Tunyon. Yeah. Ten touchdowns. But the thing is, I've been saying all year, he hasn't done anything to make me think, that guy's great. You know, exactly. he, hasn't, he hasn't had any... Gets open in the we end zone. We saw that Gronkowski catch. He hasn't done that shit. Yeah, I don't think he's Gronking based on anyone. Fantasy numbers? Yeah, he's absolutely a fantasy number pro bowler. Yeah. But not he's not a volume is. receiver. He's not. I we don't feel like he's a guy on the offense. That he's a he's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, love Tanya. If he does it again next year, then he better fucking make the Pro Bowl. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jair Alexander, Darius Smith. Yep. Also, yeah, this isn't an eight Pro Bowler team. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Maybe if we blow the Titans out. Oh, what is this? Let's get at it. We're talking. This is too much.